Welcome to the Back Pocket, your wildly average podcast. Today is July 10th, and uh, the boys from the Back Pocket got a little special edition podcast here for you. Absolutely. So I was gone from basically Thursday last week till Sunday. So AI and I didn't have any time to produce any more content for all of you. However, we have been producing content for the past, what, five months now? Uh, something like that, so, yep. Yeah. And so we've been, uh, we basically went back, we dug through the archives, um, did a little research on ourselves, a little bit of, a, of an audit, I would say, mm-hmm. and found some of the best stuff that maybe you guys didn't listen to or some of our best, you know, best content in general. And we're put, we compiled it all together, and this is what we came up with, basically. So I hope you guys enjoy it. We've put together some of the stuff from the back end that maybe you didn't catch the first time listening. Some feel-good stories, some what did you learn. A lot of our interviews, little brief segments in each of the interviews, we're going to throw some segments from that in there. It's going to be something you might enjoy, so I definitely would stay tuned for the whole podcast. Absolutely. Um, enjoy. This first segment was actually the Back Pocket's very first segment ever, and it has to do with the President Sullivan email to the, the students about getting new turf field in O'Shaughnessy Stadium. We touch on that, and we were able to ask her, President Sullivan, uh, about it. Deck, would you like to uh, read that one quote you got from Julie? Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so Julie, you know, sends us an email. We're all in the loop here. Uh, just, you know, keeping us, give us a little, uh, it, it says uh, St. Thomas budget for 2017-18. You know, a little, little bit of an eye catcher. So, you know, I open it. And I'm reading through, uh, and she she's blabbing about some cool things. I respect Julie. She's a great girl, by the way. Woman. Uh, so, yeah, she kind of just throws in there randomly like, oh, hey, by the way, we're doing all these great things. And, uh, yeah, tuition's going to be up 3.9 from last year, and we're, we're, on, we're not numbers majors. We're not. But that seems reasonable, like 3.9. I mean, just throw a low number. It's throw like, a low okay. number, and then people just browse over it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. fine. Sure. 3.9, sure. Sure, yeah. sure. We'll take it, you know. And I think then, she mentioned somewhere that it's below 4, and we're very proud of below, it. Below, yes. So it says we, right here. We need to real push below, the boundaries on it. says that. below 4. Perfect. And then she just kind of, yeah, she's like, yeah, we're below 4, below 4, below, below, you know. 3.9. 3.9. Really, yeah. uh, there's like. I swear to God, there's three sentences on here, and I think there's m- more numbers than words. Like, she literally... We do have to remember <laughs> that. It's absurd. St. Thomas is numbers majors. They're, they're numbers they majors. They major in numbers. And kids that go to school that are like us are not numbers majors. Anyway, so this is the kicker. Julie, this is where I'm saying Julie's dogging us. Julie's dogging us right now. Just So just listen in. She's dogging us. She goes, among our capital projects this summer will be new artificial turf in O'Shaughnessy Stadium. Really? In. She's making a claim. Not on? Yeah, I mean, like, right away. You can just tell if you read in between the lines. You can tell right away. Any English major, which we are not. (laughs) Which we're also not, yeah. But we we do appreciate the English language. Yeah, we speak it. We speak it. We don't write it very well. When you say in, you're talking about a dome. Yeah. And, I mean, I think Julie has just presented to the public knowledge that St. Thomas will have a dome for yeah. the 2017 football yeah, season. Yeah, so that's our breaking news. Um, just wanted to let, just to let all you guys know that St. Thomas will be getting a dome in 2017. And not to mention that dome the, will have new turf. Yeah, and then the new turf inside the dome. And I'd like to take this time to welcome President Julie Sullivan. Welcome. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to chat with you today. To start off, we, for the 2017-2018 year, you sent us a letter and had all, all the great new things about St. Thomas. Um, we wanted to clarify one point. There was one point, there was one paragraph in there that said, it started with, our, among our capital projects this summer will be new art, artificial turf in O'Shaughnessy Stadium, which we're not English majors. However, we just wanted to clear the air. It caught our eye. You said in O'Shaughnessy Stadium, which to us kind of meant a dome. So are we getting a dome next year? <laughs> <laughs> well, I applaud you for your imagination. 
<laughs> no, we are not getting a dome next okay. year. Okay. Uh, we are uh, putting new turf on the field. Okay. Perfect. That's great, yeah. too. Yeah, we opened up our first podcast with your letter, um, us playing football. We mm-hmm. thought it was the perfect way to misinterpret the email and... <laughs> We decided to tell our listeners that there's a potentially we're getting a dome. However, that's However, okay. <laughs> you're not getting a dome. But new new surface on the field and new track. And yes. the track's going to be purple Yes. Ooh. instead of red. That's going to be So that's going to be pretty awesome. Yes. I'm excited for the that. The turf has been, I think it's time. It's yeah. the perfect time to get new yeah. turf. And yeah. for our senior year, too, we'll be the yeah. first team. And it'll oh, be our last great. season as well. Yes. It'll be great stuff. Marvelous. Yes. So this one comes from our interview with Brian Steinsapir. For many of you do, who do not know, he is a Chilean kicker. He kicks for the University of St. Thomas. Very accurate and very powerful. Um, we basically asked him, you know, he had been spending a lot of time in Chile. And down there during the wintertime is when we recorded this. And down, down there was when it's summertime for all you geography majors. And he had said Despacito was the song of the summer back when we interviewed him in February. Um, and now, uh, as many of you know, Despacito, the Justin Bieber remix, everything, it's booming now in July. So uh, not to brag, but we called it. Do you have a favorite song currently out right now? Uh, yeah, it's not American songs, though, cause I went to Chile for J-Turn, and back home is summer. And oh yeah, for this, all our geography majors, the southern hemisphere is yeah. summer, while the northern hemisphere is winter. So J-Term's best time of the year to to go back home, and during the summer they play the just some bangers. I would love to hear you just yeah. if you yeah. could just sing a little could bit you, for us. Yeah, not not any, not much of a singer, not even lyric, wildly average. Any but, lyrical presence would be great. Yeah, but it's if you are if you're looking for a great tune. It's called Despacito by Luis Fonsi. Great stuff. That's the song of the summer right now down in the Southern Hemisphere. It's Just the, gets the people song going. Of the summer. Yeah. Perfect. Hey, song breaking of the news summer. again. Song of the summer in the Southern Hemisphere yeah. is Despacito by Luis Fonsi. Wow. Good stuff. Business is booming. People are just loving it down there, and up here we're just surviving negatively. Hey, Deck, you know, we got to do a segment on this best of with the Amix interview. That was a phenomenal interview across the board. Uh, f- a couple of great segments. My favorite segment personally was the game that we played with them. Is it is it Harley or is it Shannon? Is it Emma or is it Mark? Find out if they can figure it out. Should we go? Should we move on to advice? Um, no, you got, you got one more. Right? Uh, let's play a game. Oh, okay, yes. Okay, so we got a game for you guys. So we did, we do our research. We, I do we have to tell our listeners to do our research every time? No. Okay. So we, do, <laughs> so we did our research. Um, we noticed that uh, you have two dogs and you have two kids. So we're going to give you, our game is we're going to give you qualities. You're not going to know which one it is, and you're going to spit us an answer. Uh, their two kids are Mark and Shannon, and the two dogs are Harley and Emma. So... I will begin. The first, the first one. I'll give you the qualities: coachable, uh, called when you when you call him, he comes. Uh, <laughs> loves to eat. Um, hairy. Well, it's, it could be two of them. It could be Mark. Mark and, or Emma. So he is definitely hairy. He's coachable. All those good things, and a lot like one of our puppies. So, so what's your so what's your final? I'm going to say Mark. It Mark. was Emma. It was Emma. It was Emma. Okay. Oh, That's okay. okay. That's okay. That's okay. Andrew? All right. So I'll, I'll do the nice one. Uh, here are your qualities. Unplanned. Rambunctious. Went to Iowa. Last train. And great with kids. That's Harley. That is Harley. Shit. Yeah. You tried to fake us out. That's Harley. That's Harley. Good work. Unplanned. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon was not Shannon unplanned. Was very planned. <laughs> Disclaimer. I knew that was going to go. 
When, and then went to Iowa, Iowa. I thought, man, that could be. That's double entendre there. Yeah, that was yeah, a good one. Thank you. Yeah, that was really good. So you know that that Harley spent a, a full three or four weeks in the college. <laughs> we college did. Iowa. Yeah. 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 Went to Iowa. No tuition. <laughs> no tuition. I didn't get a bill for it, but so. So that's our game. Thank you for playing. Now <laughs> 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 um, we're not big game guys, but we do like to have fun. <laughs> So every show that we begin, uh, we always have an average quality, and we start with one. We usually tell a story or something that happened. This one in particular, uh, we were on our Aruba trip, and we decided to do a roundtable podcast discussion between the five of us, me, AI, Mark, second string producer, Steve-O, first string producer, and special guest Jack Doomer. See what the boys came up with. We're going to begin the podcast how we always do, average quality of Deck and I, because we are continuing to promote how wildly average we are. Uh, this is more of the how the group discussion is wildly yeah. average. This is the roundtable average quality. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had eight classes collectively to, to attend this past Friday, and between the five of us, uh, we only attended one class. Uh, one, one for eight, which yeah. is 12.5% for all you guys doing so that's about out there. Yeah, it's pretty even keel. I think if you're looking at it was definitely you. I did go. Yep. I did go to class today. Definitely I went to one. Alone. I went to one of my three classes today. I had three, and I went. You're to a good one. boy, similar to Brian. Yeah, <clears throat> Steinsmore. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, good boy. I'm a good boy. We're, well, we're kind of in the scope of all of us, though. We're bad boys, and <laughs> sorry to all of our professors who did not see our faces on Friday. Yeah, we apologize. And for I those think they them. understand more than most people do, though, so it's okay. Hey, Deck, you want a good laugh? How about this one with uh, Bubba wishing uh, Charlie good luck? Wait, never mind. Charlie doesn't need any luck. We already know he's putting the work. Here's the segment. Uh, we So we reached out to a few of your good friends uh, oh, man. for uh, some... Well, as Declan said before, I had good friends and they reached out. Had, yeah, yeah, had good formal. friends. Uh, you're famous, you've lost most of them. <laughs> yes. Who do you think those friends are? Uh, I'm guessing it's pretty much everyone I lived with in college. So, yeah. Belinsky, Ryan Bradley, at Bo Murray, maybe at Eric Herringer and at Jim Lynch. Maybe, oh, and at Brickhouse. Those are some, some quality guesses. We play this with all our guests. It's called Advice for Chuck Dowdle. Um, it's for all your fun. guests, that's what it's called. Correct, yes. Yeah. And uh, this time we have a voicemail, an audio recording, um, an audio recording of an audio recording because this is a podcast. Yeah. Um, so we got uh, we got Bubba, we got Balinski. Okay, perfect. Audio recording. Decal is going to go ahead and uh, play the audio recording for us all. So just go ahead and give it a listen. And so we, the original segment was going to be called voicemails for Chuck and only, only one. one person left a voicemail. voicemail so. yeah. Okay. Hey, Chuck. A couple things. One, I already told you where your contacts. Number two, need a visual on Fournette's dong. Picture preferred. Maybe Snapchat. Uh, number three, don't drop the soap. Uh, four, you gotta jack off at least once while you're there so you can officially say, yeah, I was jagging off. Um, lastly, you know, I don't wish you luck. You put in the work. Just be the best version of yourself possible. That's all. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, man, that was amazing. Yeah, I don't even know really what to say. Besides, uh, I definitely will not get him that picture uh, on the record. Allegedly. Yeah, on the record. <laughs> on the record. Um, and, yeah, thank you for not wishing me luck because, you know, was, we put in the work to get to where we are. Every guest we have on, we ask them a few finishing questions, one of which is a story of a famous person they met. Um, everyone always has um, you know, either a wildly average story uh, where they touch Bruce Springsteen or they actually have an insane story that you almost can't believe. Uh, this first came about 
with our recurring NBA outsider, Dane Mosier. Let's hear what he has to say. Uh, let, let's go ahead and wrap it up here. So we're going to ask you two questions that we ask all our guests. Um, first one is, uh, tell us a story of a famous person that you've met. Uh, this <laughs> this one is pretty cool. Uh, my family, uh, we just, we're friends with our new neighbors that own the Jimmy John's franchise in the Midwest who just moved here from Ohio. And turns out that they're good friends with the actual Jimmy John. Uh, he's a billionaire. He's crazy. He doesn't worry about anything. We got invited to his uh, yacht in the Bahamas, <laughs> and the toilets were marble, everything, and the guy is just nuts. And we went out there in the ocean and got to go snorkeling with the guy. He's an old uh, kind of port-bellied Port-bellied guy doesn't worry about anything. No way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was a great experience. His little his name is Jimmy, and Last that's, name John that's or... yeah, and that's all. He, that's what he goes by, and he texts my family just like a teenager. The guy's nothing to worry about now. And what does he say? Yeah, well, who's, what's his he, wife look like? She's young. <laughs> 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 Not too young. <laughs> In her fifties. Okay, okay, okay. That's different than what I was picturing. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jimmy John. Yeah, and he also brought Kid Rock too. What? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so you met Jimmy yeah. John and Kid Rock in yeah. the Bahamas. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was quite the experience. <laughs> wow, that's great. And then you said he texts your family like a teenager. What are these texts? Like? Yeah, he'll. You got uh, any examples? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> and how old is he, by the way? About sixty-eight. One away from a big time party, I guess. Yeah, but he's he's got a super like young personality. Um, actually, I told him. Does he like Legos and playing with like Play-Doh? What's... No, like his toys are more like fifteen thousand dollar jet skis. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what were you gonna say? Uh, I can't stand Jimmy John's the food, so like I told him to eat fresh <laughs> as much as I could. <laughs> I'm a Subway guy. <laughs> Yeah, Jerry, and that's he, such a Dane thing. Yeah, I he said that. Yeah, and he came at me. He was like, "Enjoy like just old salami from Cincinnati warehouses." And I'm like, "God, come on, man!" Like, <laughs> Don't come at Jared. Yeah, like all I care about is just the just the warm subs from Subway. <laughs> I don't like the non oven baked garbage that they produce at Jimmy John's. <laughs> <laughs> that's great stuff, dude. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's a great story. So I love Thank it. So. uh... We got the boys from the back pocket, we got Dr. Pritchard, and we got hardball questions. Find out which segment we picked from this fantastic interview. So that brings me to my next question. College students, Mm -hmm. as we are, as all of us are, um, we sometimes partake in extracurricular activities during the night. Mm -hmm. That forces us to stay up to... to It forces you? Particularly Thursday through Saturday. Are we talking about alcohol ones? Uh, Those are probably when we're Alcohol and... Okay, yeah, let me talk about alcohol and let me talk about some other drugs. Okay, okay, Um, please do. So, all right, I want to show you, maybe... Yeah, no, no, you can can show us and then our reactions No, no, you can take a picture... Um, I'm teaching a senior neuroscience capstan right now in sleep, and then just in the lab down the hall, they've drawn out all the circuits, the brain circuits that Mm -hmm. I want to talk about. So I bet you could take a picture of it and show your listeners how cool. Um, I mean, show listeners if they happen to go to the website. Anyway, um, sleep is a very difficult thing to do well for the brain, and it needs to balance just a few neurotransmitters, including GABA, glutamate, dopamine, norepinephrine, serotonin, um, histamine, adenosine, cortisol, prostaglandin. There's like 20 of them that it's a really careful balance of. There's no drug that we take for fun that doesn't mess with that in some ways. And some mm-hmm. of the drugs that we do regularly really negatively impact sleep. Which so are? Okay. alcohol mm-hmm. is a big one. Probably okay. we'll start with the most common one. What alcohol does is it binds to the brain's um, GABA receptors, which are inhibitory neurons. So when we have gal- um, alcohol, 
it's like getting a double dose of inhibition, and it makes our brain, after we get past the giddy part, feel like it's easier to fall asleep. But I'm going to put sleep in air quotes here because it's not actually sleep if you're going to bed drunk. It's more like self-induced anesthesia, right? So the problem with that is your brain can't have good REM sleep when you are inhibited with alcohol because REM sleep takes a lot of excitatory neurotransmitters. So you're kind of getting your excitatory inhibitory balance all off the Upshot of that is that the sleep that you have when you go to bed with alcohol in your system is low-quality sleep that doesn't have REM. So if you say drink on Thirsty Thursday and Friday, maybe Saturday, three nights in a row, that's three nights of REM deprivation, which means Sunday night you're going to have rebound REM, which is characterized by just non-restful sleep where you have nightmares and really vivid dreams waking Mm -hmm. you up early and often. Okay. So that's... That's the deal with um, alcohol, which is why, uh, should I go on record on saying this? I guess I will. Best time to drink would be happy hour and not so much. So it's out of your system by the time you go to bed. Okay. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for probably partaking. Yeah, we're actually going to happy hour. That's what I'm doing too, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Where where are you going? Stewart's. Stews. Across the street. Oh, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just open. Taking advantage of some nice happy hour deals. Yes. Good. (laughs) So you mentioned alcohol. Um... Maybe in going more into like the drugs route, uh, first things that come to mind would be marijuana, um, some nar- sleep narcotics like mm-hmm. melaton- uh, is melatonin. Melatonin is can- just a hormone. Okay, and so that's not one. But then, yeah. so like uh, Advil or something. Ni- or what do you what do you Tylenol PM? Tylenol PM, okay. like stuff like the the okay. sleeping pills. Yeah, we'll talk about be. those. Okay. All right. So first one was pot. Um, So what we're finding with our research is a lot of students who smoke pot are night people that can't get to sleep. And they're just like, half of them smoke pot just to get to sleep, which is kind of problematic. One, because we're asking night people to work on a day schedule for school. That's Mm -hmm. an issue in and of itself. And another thing is marijuana is a super complicated drug. Like, the more we're understanding with neuroscience, the more we're realizing what really interesting effect it has on neurotransmitters. So um, by giving doses of marijuana, you're tricking your brain into thinking you're having extra endocannabinoids. And those, you know how I said alcohol tweaks um, GABA? Marijuana Mm -hmm. tweaks all of it, basically. It's like the super, I don't know, like it, it, it modulates release of so many other neurotransmitters in like a negative way would you say or is it just kind of depends on the person depends on the time but um most people with repeated exposure to marijuana don't have best outcomes in terms of memory and and, in worst case it actually increases your risk of psychosis um so i would recommend that if you're using marijuana to get to sleep you should probably talk to a physician about a better way to get to sleep because it's not like a long-term drug okay cool and then Tylenol PM. Those so are all those, usually those, like, there's no real good drug for getting to sleep. Those are often just antihistamines, which is taking advantage of stopping histamine, which is one of your allergy responses that helps wake you up. So, or just being like alcohol. Okay. Okay. So like cool. the cough syrup and stuff. Okay. Thank so you. I don't think any of them are good. Natural sleep is the best kind of sleep. It is. Okay. So I'm going to ask all you marketing interns, what does the back pocket mean to you? Please leave a comment or review on iTunes because we want to know. Here's some help. Mal tells us what she thinks the back pocket means to her. The back pocket is our name of our podcast. Right. What does that mean to you? The back pocket is just kind of like... um, it's kind of just like a sexual thing. Ooh. It's kind of just like the back, if you refer to someone's back pocket, it's just like on their ass. Yes, so when someone it. says big pocket or back pocket, you know, I think about a butt. Yep. Okay. That's good. That's exactly what we want. I think about a butt and I think about unique things. Sweet. We're unique, but we that's maintain perfect. average qualities. Absolutely. So that's, wow. Thank Excellent you. That's work, big guys. Stuff. Thank yeah. you. We, we never really thought about that. Yeah. I'm um, glad I could dig a little deeper yeah. for you. A different perspective is always nice. So girls have back pockets. Yeah. And uh, 
what do you use your back pocket for? You got your got a pair of jeans on. You got well, here's the thing: not all not all pants have pockets. Yeah. See, we I alluded to that before. They have fake pockets. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you that if you were ever being smissed or sneaky, and you go behind a girl in a bar and you're like, oh, you know, just kind of sneak your hand in the back pocket, sometimes you will find. But there is it's, no pocket. It doesn't at all. even exist. No, See, it, like, is, that just my it is a flap of jean <laughs> that is sewed all the way around because she is not wearing actual jeans. Mm. Guys. They're jeggings. They're jeggings. Uh, I know. So that her booty looks nice and they're very comfortable. But she but looks classy in jeans. But she looks yeah. classy in jeans. So it's just a win win. No, you're so But right. there are no pockets. Okay, this might have been my favorite segment we've ever done. This is the first time we ever called in um, for some marketing interns to give their opinions on Let's Talk Business. And I think they just hit it home across the board. Everyone did a phenomenal job. I can't wait for you guys to get this back in your memory bank. So in so yeah, yeah. so good. in the job fair, you just got to per- perform as a business, and even if your major is otherwise. So we saw an Instagram post from someone, uh, one of our friends, and he, uh, very formal, and he was... You can say his name, right? Yeah, we'll we'll bring his name. Connor Johannes. Connor Johannes. So we saw an Instagram post from Connor Johannes, a friend of the program. He's an engineering major, and he posted an Instagram. Uh, You guys will all see it. It's it's him with his portfolio-looking thing. I don't know. He's all dressed to the nines, and really serious face, and it says... Let's talk business. Oh, here talking business. So we're positive guys, so we're not going to bash him. Yeah, so we're not going to bash him. However, we're going to call our friends and let them bash him. Give him about 45, 60 seconds to bash him. So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and call someone. Let's go ahead and call his roommate, Matt Heron. What's up, dude? Hey, Matt. It's the guys from the back pocket. Uh, we just wanted to give you about 45 to 60 seconds to flame Connor Johannes. We wanted to we wanted to give you sixty seconds to flame Connor Johannes in his Instagram. Connor Johannes is the softest I've ever met in my whole life. This man tried to get me to sleep in his room with him last night when he had a girl come over. It was sad. It, wow. Right. Well, elaborate. For elaborate. Him. Yeah. What about the Instagram? I'm trying to go to bed. I'm trying to go to bed. He calls me in here. He's got his girl. I'm trying to I'm trying to drop hints for him, you know, man. I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna go to bed. Guess what he does? He goes, No, we're just gonna put on a movie, come cuddle with us. Wow. Wow, he's he must be talking business. Yeah, he must be trying to talk business with you, huh? This man was he had he had his graphs out. He had a suit on. We came back from the bar, I'm like, You're an engineer, bro. You don't even do this stuff. We don't use this kind of stuff. Wow. What an idiot. Well, thank you, Matt. We yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, your, Matt. We really appreciate that. In the back pocket. Absolutely. God bless. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and call one of our other fellow engineers, Jack Doomer. Come on, Doomer. You never answer. Pick up. Howdy. Hey, Jack. It's the, the guys from the back pocket. We'd, uh, we're... We, uh, I, I know you haven't seen the picture of Connor Johannes, but I know you've heard of it. It's the, uh, it's a picture of uh, him and his, in his, he's all dressed to the nines, and it says, let's talk business. Uh, we're going to go ahead and give you 60 seconds to flame him. Go. Okay, first of all, Connor isn't even a business major, so no, he doesn't talk business. He may talk a little bit of technical engineering talk. So first of all, that quote is totally inaccurate. Second of all, Connor barely shows his face. He's kind of like a sloth. Every now and then he'll climb down from the tree and show his face. But other than that, no, you can't talk business unless you show yourself several times throughout the day. Other than that, um, Connor, good dude, good dude. His birthday was the other day. Happy 13th birthday. Um, bought himself a lollipop for his birthday, so that was his gift. But, you know, he just can't just be flying around the handle like that on Instagram. It's not fair to the rest of the people. All right, so thank you so much, Jack. Doing. We appreciate your yeah, input for hey, flaming eyes. Thanks, man. All right, so we called two guys that are friends with Connor. Yeah. Let's go ahead and call a girl, uh, Annie Vitale. I'm, I'm pretty sure she's friends with Connor, right? I think so, yep. Okay, so yeah, let's give her a call. I mean, she, she'll probably have nice things to say, but that's okay. Oh, yeah, God. So let's, let's, let's call her. 
explain that there was a recent Instagram post, and we just wanted to get a feedback on it. Yeah, old. Don't scream. Yeah. Hold it. Hello. Hey, Annie. It's the guys from the back pocket. Uh, <laughs> we we just Hi. wanted to uh, we just wanted to uh, ask you. We, there's a recent Instagram post. Um, uh, Connor Johannes had a picture. It's uh, I don't know if you saw it. It said, "Let's talk business." Uh, we're gonna give you sixty seconds to flame them. Go. Sixty seconds to what? To flame them. Why? Why am I flaming? He was at the job fair. He said, "Let's talk business," but he's an engineer. We question everything. Yeah, we didn't want to. We didn't want to bash him, but we're gonna. We we were calling people to bash him. Yeah, so we're positive you, you people. Oh. oh, I mean, I don't just like don't pretend you're something you're not. Like, I mean, if you're an engineer, like why? Maybe don't talk business, talk engineering. That's like all, all I really have to say about that. That's perfect. Yeah. Thank you very much for your input, Annie. Thanks for having. We appreciate yeah, you having you on the back welcome. pocket. Have a great day. Uh, thanks. Um, you know, keep living the dream. So as we normally end our podcast, for many of you who either do know or do not know, we end our show with a feel-good story and what did we learn. And Andrew was grateful enough of, to a, produce a montage of everything that we've learned in the first 13 episodes. I mean, we learned quite a ton. It was quite the experience to put all this stuff together. Very exciting to reflect on all of our knowledge that we've been able to gather throughout these uh, first five months. And I'm very honored and proud to put this out and share this with you today. Let's get after it. All right. Uh, welcome to the Back Pocket uh, your wildly average podcast. I learned today that women have to eat more when they're pregnant to feed their kid. Uh, I learned that uh, the presence of Austin Lorch fulfills bliss. And here we are, podcast number two. AI, what do you got for us? Uh, earlier today, I learned that even if you don't have a phone, two people can meet up at a uh, set time and date uh, on it during a day. I got a good one for you. This one, my listeners are going to have to follow me here. Do a little, do a little uh, listening, like some deep listening. So let me give you a second. Lock in here for our listeners. Okay, locked in. Aluminum cans, soda cans. Uh, in the 90s and early 2000s, they were uh, 60 millimeters in diameter. Companies decided to decrease the diameter to 54 Millimeters, so it decreased. They decreased the the diameter of the can six millimeters. In doing that, they saved ninety million pounds of aluminum in one year. So I thought that was pretty crazy. There's your uh, that's cocktail party information of the, yeah. of the day. And we're back, podcast three. What did I learn today? I learned that you know we get up early. We got the six thirty lift. Deck and I get after it like we always do, and. You know, we leave the lift and we're protein hungry. We show up to teas where we uh, always do, and all the burritos they got there have a V on it, which means no meat. And we look up and we see our lovely lady behind the the grill. We'll call her Karen. Karen, Karen. we love Karen. We don't know her name specifically, but we'll call her Karen. Karen, she's great. She's the best. She's the sweetest heart. Hooked us up with. And some. she literally looks at us. She says, uh, "What do you guys want?" Because I I made a couple burritos extra. Specifically, because I knew you guys were coming. So she gave us some, the the American, which is ham and potato and all cheese, your and cheese. eggs. So, all I, your good so stuff. I learned that uh, people got your back, yeah. especially Karen. No matter what. Thank you, Karen. We love you. I learned a crazy one today. Um, sea life, sea animals. Octopuses have three hearts. So there's that for you. <laughs> Now we have our uh, little sea animal knowledge of the day. Yeah, there you go. Octopuses have three hearts. Um, Got that one from Finding Dory. It's a great movie. Back at it. Podcast number four. What a pleasure. So what did I learn today? I learned that spiders, um, they they have, to make their spider webs, they release these polymer strands, these, the, the stuff that make their web, they have, and it comes out of their bum, it, they have six different types of polymers that come out of their bum to make webs so they can have really strong stout polymers that is more for making their actual web for it to be sturdy and catch bugs and then when they want to like do their little drop down pure wet deal they have a more uh, stretchier polymer you're always continuing to make our listeners more knowledgeable humans so thank you Declan
What do you got for us, AI? Finish us off. Easy one. Happy hour. Three to five at Stewart's. When you, you got a squad of ten people, you're going to have a blast. And it needs to happen more often. Podcast five. Special one here today. I can summarize what we learned today. We all went shopping over to Ragstock to grab some Hawaiians, because that's what you do when you go to tropical places. You all wear Hawaiians. And we learned that Quiznos still exists. We passed a Quiznos, and they're still around. They were the connoisseurs mm. of hot subs, and I think people forget that. And then everybody kind of took the hot sub idea and ran with it, and then some people are like, I still like my cold sub, so... Jimmy Johns. Yeah. Dane Moser. Dane Moser. Dane Moser. Eat fresh. Today is April 24th, and we are back. Deck, would you like to start off? Yeah, so what did I learn is I learned that jeans killed communism in 1988 and 89. What do you got? Uh, I learned that luck is not something you can mention in the presence of a self-made man. The boys from the back pocket are back. Today is May 1st. And it is cold, rainy, and everything in between. Personally, uh, today I learned in my interpersonal communications course, my boy Carl gave a speech on multitasking and how it is a myth. And his, the moral of his story, or the biggest theme, was it, it not, multitasking is not a myth, but it's more, uh, it's not efficient. It's, it's the worst thing you can do. You can be listening to music and typing away on a paper just don't be multitasking because Carl will be there to say, no, no, no. So what did I learn today? Um, I learned that we're all a part of history. So I'm sitting in class today and we're talking Berlin Wall. And we had watched a CNN video and I said, and in class he's like, what did you guys think of that Berlin Wall video? And I just, I raised my hand. I was like, I thought it was cool like that these people that uh, were able to walk across to West Germany for the first time. Uh, we're walking across with just so and being applauded by the West Germans as they're walking across, and they just knew like right then and there like they were part of something big. They were part of something like they were part of history. And then my teacher stopped. I hope to get him on the podcast. His name is Zoltan Nash, unbelievable professor, one of the best at St. Thomas. But he stops classing me. He goes, "That's a great point." He he goes, "We are all a part of history, and that's a freaking fact." The boys from the back pocket are back. It's May fifteenth. Uh, what did I learn this week? Well, carrying off the last podcast, I uh, I thought that when you go to Derby Days, you wear big floppy hat, big sunglasses, sundress, and Spartan sandals. Mm-hmm. Well, I quickly learned that uh, you don't wear Spartan sandals. What I learned was uh, yesterday we had a meeting for football, and the guy was named guy's name was Joel Molitor. Great guy. He's a um, recruiter for Northwestern Mutual. Um, he said. Uh, your environment really enhances your performance. And he alluded to 2008, Usain Bolt broke the world record for the fastest 100-meter time in the Olympics. And little does anyone else know that the two people that finished behind him also broke the world record. So three people broke the world record because of the environment they were in. The competitive environment elevated them to above the... This, the net, like the world standard. Today is May 29th. Summer's here, and the boys from the back pocket are back. So what did we learn, Doc? Um, so, oh, what did we learn? Mm-hmm. So I think this was, yeah, so it was today, right? Yeah, today we, we were talking with Lorch, of course, and uh, we were talking about typing, right? I don't know why we were talking about typing, but the sentence, the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog, has every single uh, letter of the alphabet in it. I mean, it just brings back great memories of you're in little uh, technology class or whatever you call that. I can't remember, in like elementary school. Yeah. And they put the cover over it. It was like a um, a little bridge over the keyboard? keyboard. Yeah. So you could still see it if you put your chair really low and you like lowered your head and neck a little bit. And you're like a little tiny Andrew just trying to plug away, chicken peck all the letters through. Yeah, and they always had, like, those games where, like, you they'd, like, flash letters on the screen, and yeah. then you'd, like, have to hit it really <laughs> fast. 
And like by the time end of it, I'm like, screw this, dude. Like I just went to the pointer finger yeah. way because I was just like, I can't figure it out. It's too and, fast. I want to be good at it. Yeah. So I'm hitting it fast. Like yeah, can. I think that's like one of the most evil things that elementary schools do is to try and teach kids how to type correctly because mm-hmm. like their hands aren't even big enough <laughs> to like cover the whole keyboard. So like they're reaching for like the Q and like the L and like they can't even reach it. So it's like. What's the what's the point? My fingers aren't strong enough. I'm yeah, like, on, and I feel like yeah, and I feel like everyone's like types pretty normally, but they got like their own way of like hitting certain numbers at yeah. times and like hitting shift and stuff. So it all varies for them. But like trying to teach like a fourth grader how to type well when they're like tinier than the freaking computer, it's like <laughs> I, it's just not, it doesn't work, dude. <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> But it creates great memories, and I'm glad we were part of yeah, it. it. It could be considered child labor, and then yeah. like, it's funny because then they do like the uh, it tells you like what's your words per minute, and you know that's like bragging oh. right in your class. Like that's your class rank yeah. is how fast you can type words. Like Sally, I'd all all the girls were like sick at typing. Today is June twelfth. So what did we learn today, Andrew? Sure, yeah, I learned two things. I like to cover two things. Okay. I learned two things. Two, that's a lot. Yeah. So. Um, one is, I mentioned earlier in these podcasts, I have, now I have a job. Um, I learned that hard work and perseverance pays off. I now have three jobs. <laughs> I'm working part-time across the board, but it's three jobs. I'm killing it. I'm, I'm just getting after it. Uh, the other thing that I learned, this is very important, the Washington Capitol has two temperatures. When we record in the winter, it is frigid and freezing. We have this space heater that barely heats up the room, but we have to turn it off prior to recording because the audio kill, it get killed mm-hmm. and then it hits ends winter and, and transitions to summer right away this is a sun room for normal use so the sun's beating in this room and now it's wicked hot and uh, we have a fan going on prior to the recording but again have to turn it off because it's kills the audio so this thing is never a good temperature and i'm always either frigid or sweating yeah and you know we just gotta as podcasters we absolutely have to adapt to our elements and have to figure out how we're going to get through and fight through adversity. Today is June 19th. It is Monday. The boys from the back pocket are back doing their thing. I learned that drive-in movie theaters are not dead. That's awesome. Great uh, place to take your significant other or uh, maybe you call her your pickle or your cookie, something like that. Mm. Um, Something I learned, uh, Nolan Arenado is the truth. Um, playing exceptionally well this year, um, making a strong case for being uh, the MVP. Uh, he hit, um, not only did he hit the cycle, but he hit a walk-off three-run homer to beat the Giants on Sunday. Um, absolutely electric um, call and just a great visual to see um, Nolan just playing out of his mind. Today is June 26th. The boys from the back pocket are back again. What did we learn today? Uh, personally, I learned a few things, but I'll talk about one thing in specific. Um, I learned that uh, our marketing interns, you guys are loved. It's just that simple. Uh, we checked on iTunes, and we looked at uh, popularity. Like we said, we can't tell how much or how often you guys listen. We cannot. We don't know the numbers. We have no stats or anything on listeners. Ignorance is bliss with the guys at the back pocket. Absolutely. The only thing we can really see is, you know, when we post stuff on social media, and they, it's, we, we base all of our stuff off likes, views, stuff like that. And then on our website, we can look at clicks. But strictly with iTunes, which is where we want you guys to go, subscribe and listen, please. Write that, us a review. But on that, we can only tell, like, a popularity little bar. Right. And, uh... Every single time we post a new podcast, it's the most popular, so yeah, I'm satisfied. Yeah, I'm, I'm 100% satisfied. Mm-hmm. That's great stuff. What I learned, um, so this is a little shot out of a cannon, a little, a little uh, pulled from the sky, not literally, but pulled from the sky. Um, American Bison's genus name is Bison, Bison, Bison. Today is July 3rd. It is our 13th podcast and I just want to make sure everyone gets this. Uh, freedom never takes a day off, even though it's not the fourth. It is the third, and please wish everyone a happy fourth. For me, uh, I learned that in the movie Rudy, uh, that when the famous scene when all of his teammates are laying down their jerseys and saying, like, for Rudy, uh, that didn't actually happen. That was Hollywood. So um, what actually happened is the captain just went into the coach and said, hey, uh, can Rudy be on the team? The coach was like, 
Yeah, well, might as well. You know, I've learned this over the week. Uh, to, this week has been the Minnesota Private College Week, so there's been a lot of on-campus tours throughout the week, and I've been extremely busy. Do you ever mention the back pocket? Always. Do you actually? Because we passed by Julie's house, Pre- President Solvin, I apologize, President Solvin's house, and then I was like, so the President Solvin, she lives right over there, very accessible president, she has convo hour once a month, um, that you can, office hours once a month that you can speak with her, and then... Uh, we also did a podcast, a podcast with her, uh, a non-school school affiliated podcast. So mm-hmm. she can she'll meet with her you whenever you feel like it. I don't know. That's lit. Yeah, I love and that. Then subscribe on iTunes, of course. Subscribe, gotta have that. Well, you know, we always wrap up the podcast the same way. So why not wrap up the best of the first thirteen podcasts? with the same way we always do, a little feel-good story. I'm going to pick two of my favorites, and I hope you enjoy. And the feel-good story is is we survived, me and Andrew, Andrew and I, survived the credit card game. So the credit card game is uh, when we go out to the bars, we someone has a hat on usually, and they put the hat out, and we all take our credit cards, and we put it in the hat, and we shake it around, and then we find someone close by to pick the credit card out of the hat. And whoever's card gets picked buys a round for everybody. So there were six of us last night, right? Yep. And me and Andrew just played the law of averages. A one in six chance is pretty good. And we played the game twice. Played the game twice and won. And we both we didn't our cards didn't get picked. And but yeah, times. by winning we mean. Our cards did not get picked. Correct. However, the loser on this end, the card that did get picked, Gamiel, our marketing intern, absolutely got hammered. As in... No, I shouldn't say that. Gamiel got picked twice. Gamiel got picked the first time, had to buy, and then it was like, all right, I'll do it again, I'll play the law of averages. Got picked again, so... And then our feel-good story of the week actually just happened about four hours ago from it was on a plane from minneapolis to charlotte so roughly two and a half hours nothing crazy on this plane we got three by three so there's a b c d on one side of the aisle and on the other side there's d f so me mark and ai are sitting on one side and on the other side we got steve in the aisle doomer in the middle who gets a little queasy for flights Mm -hmm. and then we got our man earl walking in Shout out Earl, no, he's a listener. And uh, anyone get, want to give a rundown of what what Earl was looking like? How, let's first of all let's tell how Earl came to be to sit in seat A. Jack, would you like yeah. to explain how? So he, Jack, yeah, yeah, he came and sat next to Jack. But who is Earl? First? So we uh, we board on this plane. You know, as Declan said, we're all seated there. The only open seat in the entire row A through F is the one by the window next to me. So open seat by window, me and then Steve. And Steve and I were talking, we're like, this would be great if nobody sat here, you know, we can sprawl out, play card games, do whatever we want to do here. And all of a sudden, I mean, I love every type of human, every shape, size, whatever, but you're in a plane at small spaces and we see this very large man. Very large man. Four hundred pounds. Four hundred pounds easy. Four hundred plus. And he's walking down the aisle and Steve and I slowly turn our heads, look each other straight in the eyes, and Steve goes, I really hope we don't have him sit at this open spot here. And I said, Steve, you couldn't have said it better. I really hope he doesn't sit here. It'd be very tough. And we see him, he's inching closer to us, and he ends up sitting or stopping at the row, two rows ahead of us. And he's like Hey, I think I sit in that corner by the uh, open seat by the window. So he squeezes back there. Me and Steve look at each other, give a little fist pump. We're like, we're good. You know, this guy's not sitting next to us. He's in the clear two rows ahead of you. Yeah, he's in the clear. We see him. We see the two people next to Earl. He's named Earl. Everybody We just coined him Earl. We don't know his actual name, but he was such an Earl. One of those where you just look like the name. Earl. He looked like Earl. Absolutely. And all of a sudden, a lady comes up and goes... Doesn't say Earl, but says, hey, sir, Earl, I think you're in the wrong seat. And at this point, Steve and I both had our headphones in, but she said, I think you're in 23. And me and Steve are sitting in row 23. And through our music, we perked up, 
looked at each other, saw the commotion go up ahead, two rows, and we were like, no. <laughs> Earl no. gets up, you know, comes back into our row, Rumble and he stumbling. goes, hey, I think that's my seat. You know, I see Declan, I see Andrew and Mark over there. Their eyes just shouted out fear and wonder how this situation was going to play Defeated. out. Defeated. Defeated. Very defeatist. And it's just a very explosive Steve man I, walking through that. Steve and I, I got can't up. Say explosive on a plane. Steve, <laughs> that's so true. It's true. That's a good Steve point. Steve, we're hijacked. His <laughs> Birkenstock was still stuck on his drawstring bag. He was flustered. I was about to cry. Well, I, would, I could not bring my head up. I didn't want to, for other people to see my the devastation on my face. You guys thought you were gonna lose me, and I got lost in the sauce. <laughs> But what had happened is Earl got him back there, and Steve, would you, am I wrong? Like, I had 60% of my seat, maybe. 60% of your seat. Maybe. <laughs> oh, my he's, God. He's on, he's he was literally so on big. Me. He's on me. He was me. so big. And you could tell he was just, he was so sorry. He was. I mean, he didn't say anything. I, I, I felt really bad know. for him for a little bit, because, like, but at the same time, he put a burden on me. He put him on me. He, he put him on me. On top of On you. your seat. And you, yeah, yeah, you look at these pictures, too. It looks like you're just emerging from his right shoulder. Yeah. Just like, like you're just there. So the feel-good story of the week is for Earl. We're thankful for him because he ended up getting a smaller person in the, in the middle <laughs> seat. Thank God. So, so Earl was Thank you, able Earl. to take 60% of Jack's seat. And Jack was uncomfortable, but it was it could happen. It could have been so, worse. He could have had a bigger person 